Welcome back to another episode of the Brighter Web Podcast, giving you insights on growing a small business using the latest technology and marketing best practices. Hi, I'm Robert. That's hey. Mickey over there. Yes, it is. I'm here with you. This will be a great one. I'm excited to learn about this one because writing a book, like for many people, is on my list. It's something I want to do, but you're published a handful of them already, so I'm excited to kind of unpack how you've done it and some tips you can offer for folks. So yeah. There's definitely a lot of people who want to become authors one day and hopefully this makes it a little bit easier for exactly. you. Yeah, so I guess just kind of start with the, the basics here. If I mentioned writing a book, like where do, where do I start? Yeah, so I mean, I've done this a few times like you've said and I've both self-published books and I just published uh, my first book with a like actual publisher which makes it feel a lot more legit and realistic. Right. So yeah, yep. these are a few of the things that I've learned. It's gonna be a different experience for everybody, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it begins with simply writing the book. I mean, that's that's usually what people <laughs> think about. Start, yeah. yeah, I mean, believe it or not, like you've got to choose a topic. Like, what is your book going to be about? And many people who want to be an author have that book idea in their head, and like, oh man, I just you know, when I when I come out with it, it's going to be about this thing, and I want to talk about this, and they've got it. A lot of it lives in their head. So yeah. one of the hardest things is just getting it from there and onto paper, uh, which takes a commitment and takes time. You've got to. Um, actually, you know, I, I think one of the hardest things is it's, a, you know, it's just an idea for people, but like, is that an idea that you can live with and wrestle with and work with for like the next two or three years? Because oftentimes mm -hmm. that's how long it takes to like, just get it out of your head, put it on paper, put words to it, uh, organize it into chapters and sections. And like, you know, it seems like a simple idea of like, Hey, create an outline for this. Like, you know, that's what you did when writing an essay in high school, right? But like, right. no, I think actually having an outline because you've got to have some sort of skeleton in place if you're going to create this thing that's going to be, you know, 100, 200 pages or whatever, like actually create a, an outline of what's going to get there. And then I think one of the other scary parts for a lot of people is just getting that first draft out. Um, yeah. Anne Lamont, who wrote a book called Bird by Bird, which is a fantastic read on anything to do with writing, um, she says that you need to write a crappy first draft and she doesn't use the word crappy, but I'm going <laughs> to yeah, substitute that go. in there for here. Um, I mean, yeah, like you're, you're the first time you write the book, any book, I don't care how good a writer you are and how much experience you have. Like the first time you write a book, it's just, it's going to be bad and that's okay. Like realize you just got to get it out of your system, get it on paper and then improve and edit, edit, edit over and over again until it gets better. So yeah. and that's that, kind of, kind of the challenge I think too, yeah. is that writing that first draft is a ton of work but in the grand scheme of things it's just a first small step in everything you have to do so yes yeah so you did say editing so what does editing look like i have my crappy first draft done i think it's about good but it probably needs to go through some editing so what is the process going through that yeah i mean that's just realizing that you need to edit is i think a big one just knowing <laughs> yeah. that okay you you've cranked out sixty thousand words but they're not great yet they're not polished they're just very rough and so yeah you're you're just at the beginning of your journey, right? You've reached a peak on the on the way to the mountain. So, I mean, yeah, you're gonna need to start from the very beginning and revise. And you're probably gonna need to do that four to five times at least. Like you're gonna need to go back to the very beginning and maybe take a break and let yourself breathe and you know give your right. brain some space, but then dive back in. And that's that's one of the most daunting things is to plunge at the very beginning and well, do I tweak this and how how much do I edit? And honestly, I think one of the helpful things to me was like just creating different versions of the document. Like I, I write in Google Docs mm -hmm. to kind of keep everything together. And when I finished that first draft, I just made a copy of it and said, okay, this is version two. And that gave me the kind of confidence to cut it up and slice everything and delete this paragraph. And oh, this chapter doesn't work anymore. Like I'm gonna just chunk that. But I knew, you know, I can always go back to the first one if I need to, to pull from that. But man, I'm just gonna start hacking this thing up and, and 
you know, hopefully by the end of it, it's 5% better. And then I'm going to do the <laughs> yep. same thing. I'm going to copy it and go version three and hopefully make that 5% better. And just, I mean, it, it's slow and agonizing process, but you've got to do it. And at a certain point, you also want to invite other people into that process and, and have a few trusted friends or colleagues or mentors or somebody that's that likes you enough to read a crappy first version <laughs> right. of this book and give you honest feedback and say, hey, this is a great idea, but man, you really need to change this part up. Or I was really confused by how the structure you had it. Like maybe you need to change these parts around and not everybody's capable of doing that. It takes a special person to be able to know how to give that feedback and they have to have a good enough relationship with you that they can they can say those things and maybe not hurt your feelings. Right. So again, editing in my mind is like the hardest part. It can take the longest amount of time. Again, it can be kind of agonizing to sit there and like wrestle with your own words and ideas and you know, it's a vulnerable thing to be able to share those in a kind of raw form with somebody else and be able to get that feedback. But that is really what makes or breaks a book because you can you can kind of get lost in that and it can sputter out if it wasn't a strong enough idea or if you didn't put enough kind of thought and energy into it in the first place or if you just don't have enough like stamina and determination. Like you just got to stick with it and sometimes it means taking a pause from it and walking away for a year or so. And then if you're dedicated enough, you'll come back to it and, and kind of breathe new life into it and keep it going. Yep. Yeah, well said. So that, that's maybe the toughest part, but we're still not quite done yet. So, so what's up <laughs> next here? So um, usually by that point, if you've actually gotten um, a book that's edited, and again, maybe if you have a, a publisher you're going with, they can even help in that process and, and determine whether or not, okay, this is, this is in a good enough shape where now we can kind of take it along to the next step, which is you know, designing the book, making it kind of feel a lot more real. And once you get to this point, it, it can be a lot more encouraging. Like if you're able to kind of get over that hump <laughs> and actually see, oh man, this this is what the book could actually look like at, laid out. Like when you get those uh, book cover designs from from a publisher or from a graphic designer friend or whoever is working on, on a design for your book, because I think that's also another important point is that you know, sometimes you can DIY a lot of the stuff yourself, but when it comes to design, if, if you don't know how to design, it is really worth engaging with a professional who does that for a living to make it look good. Because again, we say don't judge a book by its cover, but we do that. We do, right. There's a reason that's, that's a saying. Yep. People do actually take a look at your, your title and your cover, and that determines very largely whether or not they want to pick it up and actually buy it. So invest the money with, again, a publisher or with a designer um, so that your book will actually look professional and will will accurately reflect the quality that's inside it. Um, so yeah, that's that's a can be an encouraging process, especially if you're working with somebody who's good, who's professional. Um, and then you know the same thing, share that with with other people. Get some feedback and focus group um, on the design of the book, especially the cover, to make sure that it's it's actually resonating with the people that it should. Gotcha. Very good. So you have your book done. It's designed. It looks beautiful, but you need to get it out there. And there's a lot of different ways to get books out there. So what, what would you recommend for someone to consider as they're trying to figure that out? Sure. This part is um, also, again, kind of can be daunting. Again, if, if you have a publisher, they can take care of a lot of this stuff for you. Thankfully, Amazon makes it very easy to self-publish. And that was the route that I went at first just to kind of get you know a couple books under my belt, uh, which was very helpful. And, and Amazon, thankfully, makes it very easy if you go the publishing route, again, they're taking care of it for you. But as I have learned in this process, it's very complex and very opaque. <laughs> yes. Like the publishing industry is one that I still don't quite understand the nuances of and why I appreciate having a partner who's kind of helped me navigate some of those things, who's experienced themselves. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you really want to get it in places. And Amazon is obviously 
a huge marketplace. That's why it's, it's helpful to go with them because they can get it out there. But if you wanted to get it into Barnes and Noble or other online stores or even physical stores, getting it into bookstores, like getting it to places so that people can actually discover it is one of the difficult things, but something that's, you know, very industry focused. So having the right partner or just, again, simply starting with Amazon self-publishing is usually the right way to go. And then knowing what kind of versions you want to have available as well. You know, print, soft cover, hardback. Do you want to do an audio version? Do you want to do an ebook? Like knowing all those kind of different things and more is often better, but more takes more work to get it done right. Um, so yeah, I mean, those, those are all the considerations that comes when to actually distributing the book and getting it out there. Yeah. And so you mentioned yeah, judging a book by its cover and that sort of thing. But generally speaking, if I won't even look at a book unless I have a reason to look at it, you know, sure. I won't even notice the cover until someone tells me to, I read something about it. So what are some ideas for promoting the book to help get it in front of more people? So once you've launched a book that can feel like, you know, a weights off, a sigh of relief and all that kind of stuff, which it should. I mean, like mm -hmm. you should very much, if you're able to get to that point of publishing a book, you've done something that most people dream about, but don't actually ever accomplish. So you, you know, good job to you, pat on the back, but the work is really just beginning. And that was one of the tough things to realize. Again, the first time I published a book was, well, it's, it's one thing to put it out there. And, and maybe that's the goal for some people. It's just, I want to get my book published and say it's there and, and be able to revel in that. But if you actually want to get people to read it, if you actually want people to purchase it and trying to make money off of a book is a very difficult thing to do. And maybe you make a little bit off of it, but that, that requires a lot of promotion. Um, so, you know, being able to use marketing channels, and obviously that's a lot of what we do at Green Melon is not promoting books, it's promoting businesses, but you use a lot of those same principles of, you know, maybe building a website for it and maybe using social media and maybe building an email list and sharing with people that way and knowing who your audience is and where do you go talk to them and doing speaking, like, the list is just endless of things that you want to do, but you really, it's a good practice in building a platform and using your influence to help talk about your book. And that's one of the things is some people don't want to be salesmen and that includes me. It's, it's hard right. to continue to talk about it and promote yourself. It feels kind of weird, but you've got to talk about it and talk it up and not stop until you're like blue in the face for like two or three years after you've published the book it never really stops. Like you always kind of have to be in some way selling the book, but usually usually about two to three years is, is the life of, of how long you want to keep talking about it actively. And maybe by that point, you've, you've published another book maybe. Yeah, there you go. You mentioned the word credibility, and I think it's interesting with books, where having a book grows your credibility, but having your credibility behind a book helps sell more sure. of the book. So it's kind of a, a fun cycle as you get on more podcasts and do more things, you become a bit more well-known to help promote the book, but the book is what sort of led those opportunities to get you in those places to become more well-known. So it can be a fun, vicious cycle, but hard to get <laughs> spun up, you know? Yes. Yeah. It can be both things, vicious and difficult and happy. You know, right. I mean, it, again, yep. publishing my first few books have definitely opened opportunities for me to do speaking engagements and go on other podcasts and write for certain blogs and publications. So yeah, I mean, it, it, if you do it the right way, and again, if you understand your audience and understand what you're going after and you have expertise and research in that area, it makes it a lot easier for those opportunities to, to come along. Yep, absolutely. So if you have been, thank you for listening to this episode of the Brighter Web Podcast, brought to you by Green Melon, a digital marketing agency. To help your business keep up with the latest digital marketing trends, check us out at greenmelon.com. You can also find show notes and more episodes at abriderweb.com. And if you want to check out my book, you can go to storycyclebook.com and learn more there.